a really, really good question. Very good question. You're going to love this. And I'm not loving it because of the pain that you're in. So if this is me answering your question, that's not what it's about. It's just, wow, this is, this is something that's going to be very liberating for so many people. So that's why I'm loving this so much. So thank you for asking this. So the question here is, I would like to hear your point of view on chronic pains. No matter what I've done, therapy, healing, change diet, sleeping earlier, exercising, drinking more water, breathing more conscious. Gosh, there's a list here. <laughs> so also explaining modalities that you've done. And I don't lack vitamins. I don't lack minerals or oils. I eat very healthy. And um, I eat also so that there's no... I also eat anti-inflammatory food. So I do my best to avoid stress and also negative patterns, um, you know, with the help of support of spiritual coaching and, and practices. Um, short story, I used to live in an unhealthy and abusive lifestyle with intense pressure, overwhelming stress and lack of self-love. One split second of smoking a joint turned my life upside down and it created severe pain in my jaw, teeth and head and etc with bleeding from my gums as well. It has been like this since that split second of an episode. Wow. So I have so much to say about this and thank you. First of all, thank you so much for asking this question because it's going to be so great for so many people. Now, guys, remember if you haven't looked at my, um, if you haven't looked at my video, The Art of Working with Pain, it's on YouTube, evetvideos.com. Please, please go have a look at that. Just search in the search bar for the video. And I have so many elements that I also talk about, but that's specifically one I would highly recommend. And you also, who I'm answering this question for, please have a look at that as well, because it's going to be very important. Also, perhaps, you know, have some aha moments there for you. But in this specific case, what we're looking at now is chronic pain in the jaw, the teeth and also the head area with bleeding from your gums. Now let's look first at the point when it started. And this started when you said you, you were having a very abusive you know, lifestyle. Um, it was very unhealthy. You worked on a lot of pressure. There was a lot of overwhelm, a lot of stress. So that tells me that there's a big part of you that has been suppressing how you really truly feel. That's been suppressing perhaps, you know, your boundaries, not listening to where your limitations are, not respecting your own boundaries. This is not just about you saying no, but this is about where your thresholds are, where your boundaries are. You've clearly pushed yourself to the limit here. But that can also be because you've become so numb because of the abusive lifestyle that you have lived, that you have failed to recognize where these fine lines are. Now, apart from the abusive lifestyle that you have, I, I don't know, you're not saying too much about it. So I assume that the lifestyle was abusive towards you, meaning like it was self-destructive. That's what I'm basically hearing. And if that is the case, what you're looking at now also changes a little bit. Because if you're looking at an abusive lifestyle, that lifestyle is a mirror. It is an expression, right? It, it's mirroring back to you what your life was like perhaps as a child or what you felt you were worthy of as a child. I'm not saying it's the same lifestyle as your childhood, but it, it's showing your barometer for what you feel you are worthy of and deserving of. And the less worthy that you feel of your life, I mean, of course, I'm just remembering now you said here lack of self-love. So that's showing 
a self-punishment life cycle. And what I'm hearing is, this is interesting, so listen very carefully. What I'm hearing here is that your need for love could have been met in a very self in a very destructive way, such as maybe abuse, neglect, rejection, abandonment, even something as simple as what we would think is simple is emotionally unavailable parenting, which is sometimes the worst. Because if there's no reaction, when there's an absence of a reaction, then we feel that, wow, there's such a big gap place in space of what do we do with that? Why are people reacting like that? It leaves too much space for us to fill up with our own assumptions, which could normally be wrong. Because people tend to act and react and behave in certain ways that they can only behave, which is within their capacity. So if someone cannot show up emotionally for you, then it means that they don't have that capacity to do that. But if that's the case, and we see that as a reflection of what we are worthy of, what we feel that we allowed are to have and cannot have. But what we fail sometimes to see is the limitation where it's coming from the person who's giving that. But we take that limitation that they have as a personal projection onto ourselves. And then we have a distorted relationship with that person. But worst of all is that we have a distorted relationship with ourselves. But let's now also look at the case perhaps where the parenting was maybe abusive, right? Verbal abuse, it could be physical, emotional, um, through the form of neglect as well. Now look here what's happening. Your relationship with yourself is a consequence and a mirror and expression of how you were treated in your childhood. Every single time. So now here what you're looking at is, let's say that your need for love, your need for acceptance, your need for attention was met in a very destructive way, maybe by feeling abused or attacked or rejected or abandoned. Look what's happening now. You make associations that love equals all these bad experiences. Now look at when you try to bring that love into your life as you mature, because consciously we know, we know it's meant to be positive. We know it's meant to feel safe. We know all these beautiful definitions that cognitively, intellectually, that we know we, that is associated with that. But we're having such a hard time to attract that and to create that in our life. And the reason why is because when you think of this positive thought, such as maybe self-love or, or just love in itself, we trigger the prior experiences that we had with that need. Look what is now subconsciously being triggered. Neglect, abuse, rejection, um, emotional unavailability. Uh, being ignored, right? And that's also probably why you're ignoring your own needs, your boundaries, your limitations, right? Ignoring what your real true needs are rather than addressing the needs because every time when you have that need, it brings up painful memories. And then you revert to destructive lifestyle behavior to distract yourself from the pain and not wanting to feel that. And that's what's happening. And that's why an abusive lifestyle also becomes a pattern. Because in order to distract myself from how I really truly feel, from something that's meant to be positive, but something positive is causing me to feel pain. And I'm not saying anything about it. I'm not speaking up against about it. I wasn't listened to. I felt, you know, ignored. The way that I communi communicated was not received. Which, and the reason why I'm saying that is because of the, the pain that you're feeling here in the jaw, the teeth, and the headache as well. Right? So the headache is also telling you that the life that you've been living is not in alignment with where you need to go because you are going through an awakening as well. 
you're going through an awakening and the pain is calling you into that action and the, the pain will stay until you get through this awakening because the awakening is showing you now exactly you've already figured it out it's showing you exactly that that you can be loved that you can have self-love and it can be beautiful and can be graceful but you have to heal the wounds associated with something that's meant to be positive and that's why it happened when you took the joint because look what happens when you take a joint that drug that 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 feeling that sensation the moment when you inhale that the body's already reacting to the frequency of that i know you're probably thinking oh but it hasn't had enough time to really get into the lungs or into my system that's why homeopathic remedies also work it's the frequency of what we use that the body connects to and it reacts to that so by just touching that by just inhaling that smoke just having that frequency coming in your body's already adjusting which is to relax to breathe to just be to just be present now look what that joint's purpose was it was to distract it was to take a break but what joints also do is it silences you it causes you to step outside of the state of the stress that you've been stuck in and it actually allows you to just disconnect to be present but look now what's happening here as well you're in that place and state of now disconnecting you're finally finally feeling a little bit more silence where you're not so in that destructive distracting type of you know distraction but rather now you're in a more peaceful distraction but two things here happen now and the first one is that you don't feel safe when things go well you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and that is also why your lifestyle has become destructive because it's easier to be in a state of distress rather than anticipating the stress because you hate that you hate not knowing you would rather be the creator of the distress because at least you know where it's going to lead towards and that is a control issue that is you feeling out of control in your life now the other side of the spectrum to this is when you look at the part where the pain started when you felt relaxed when your body's frequency even just connected to the the frequency of the joint look what happened are you finally going to a place of calmness you're finally going into a place of perceived clarity not necessarily cognitively but in the emotional body and the moment when the white noises i would call it meaning the distractions the voices the anger the whatever it is the moment when that calms down the real pain that has been suppressed comes up now it begs the question you know is this related to the jaw communication stress not saying what it is that you need to say always having to you know keep your your mouth shut always having to suppress what it is that you needed to say or the opposite having to fight for it having to shout for it teeth is also all about joy who who completely destroyed your concept of joy you know finding joy through a place of destructiveness is not easy so we can start to associate joy with whatever negative circumstances that it was met by but that becomes your definition 
And that's also why a sense of joy could actually have been felt throughout your abusive lifestyle. Now the headaches as well, not wanting to tolerate where it is that you're finding yourself in anymore. It's just not working for you. It's not in alignment with who you really truly are. This, this pain is literally shaking you out of a lifestyle that was destroying you and taking you away from your path. And you are, are now moving back onto your real true path. Now, the question also that I want to ask you here is, when you look at pain, and that's why I would love for you to look at the video, The Art of Working with Pain, because I'm seeing the jaw, the teeth, and the head area as well. Now, it begs the question, has someone ever in the past punched you in the face, right? Really hit you very hard, hard in the head area? Because whatever, if that was the case, that moment was locked in and anchored in to the facial cellular memory. And whatever emotional distress that you felt building up in your life up until that time, and as well as how you felt in that moment and afterwards, also became recorded in this area. Now, this can also be related to prior stress from your childhood of not being able to communicate, not being able to speak. And that also being programmed there and being held there because bleeding gums as well is about feeling so angry about a decision that you feel you're not allowed to make. So who's, who's standing between you and a decision that you had to make but feeling that you couldn't make it? Either because of fear or being dominated or being controlled by your circumstances that you felt was completely out of your control and feeling so pissed off, so angry about that. So... You see how these two aspects can go into these two different directions. So it really depends what you feel resonates best with you, if not everything here. But also, even if you were, say for example, punched in the face and there was a memory of that also being held and stored there. And here you felt in your life at peace. You felt, wow, this is so great. But that moment of peace has always been disrupted in the past for you always been disrupted by either other people, circumstances, stress, never a moment for peace. Also having a very toxic association with peace, joy, and love. Three components, not just one. It's not just about self-love. And these suppressed emotions were triggered in that place and state of peace. We sometimes get ill after traumatic circumstances have taken place. That's called the active repair phase. And it means that the body finally has a chance to get a grip on how it's been feeling and what it's been suppressing. And sometimes the rush of everything that has been suppressed can be so great that it actually manifests and surfaces as pain because of the emotional intensity of what has been suppressed. Emotions can actually turn into actual pain. That we know. And pain in metaphysical anatomy language, especially if you, I don't know if you have a copy of metaphysical anatomy, the book, but it will be out on a mobile phone app soon anyway as well. But pain is 100% of the time suppressed anger. Every single time. Feeling powerless in your life, feeling helpless, not being able to communicate. Especially when you look at the jaw, the teeth, and the head now as well, which I've explained, you know, the psychosomatics behind that. And this is what I feel that's happening for you. And that is why I feel it happened during that time.
This was such a great question, Aaron. I really, um, I hope that I pronounced your name right, but such a great question, really. And I, and I do hope that you find a lot of answers within that. I really hope that, you know, you find your way through this as well, because I love how open you are. I love how, you know, your, your willingness is there. And that means that you are already winning, all right? You are exactly where you need to be and you will get to where you need to be. So thank you so much for asking that. And also for everyone else, thank you for joining me. Until next time, be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me. And remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon, 679 Medical Ailment. And I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that. And I'm spoiling you because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life. And also remember to catch me on Instagram, Yvette Rose, one with the digit one, and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye, guys.